Mind Slice inflicts two points of intellect damage and ignores armor. I can't remember my childhood anymore. <laughs> you took out Disneyland, you son of a bitch. Um, so, given that physical force seems like a weird concept right now for me, I'm going to go opt for the Mind Slice version. Um, so, Onslaught costs me one point, uh, one point of uh, knowledge in order to cast, and I'm going to apply one point of effort. And All so, right. So, uh, and what Eli's doing is essentially, he's, as we said, he's spending uh, points from an int pool. You have int, speed, and might, which are essentially how fast you are, how strong you are, how smart you are. And he's uh, spending one of those points to make this task a step easier. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. What's a step, by the way? Uh, step is between, there's uh, 10 different steps of difficulty. They go from routine to impossible. And uh, the number rating for that is between 0 and 30. So obviously, if you're rolling a 20-sided die, you can never get 30. So in order to create to do an impossible task, you would have to spend an immense amount of effort. Yeah, so, so imagine every action in the world is on a scale from 1 to 10. And like 1 is like opening a pop can, although that'd probably be a 0. And 10 is like, you know... Conquering the universe with your mind from your bedroom. Or <laughs> yeah, something. immediately. Uh, immediately, yeah. Um, and uh, then you multiply that by three, and then that's what you need to hit on the die. And I have a number that he needs to reach, and so I'm now lowering that number by three, essentially. Yep. And now I will roll. Uh, I rolled a six. You rolled a six. Uh, basically, you are able to move. You you move towards him. You r- rush towards him. But your atoms just kind of burst apart. Not burst apart, but like... Uh, I was going for the mental attack here. Yeah, okay. I mean, but it's all essentially sure. the same on this level. Your mental is well. your physical, is how well you're controlling your form. That's why I was small when I thought small. Okay, mm-hmm. I think even bigger. And he gets even more dispersed. You actually, it looks, uh, you can see more through Arjua. You can actually see the mountain range behind oh, her. Perk, don't look. <laughs> but you are actually Perk. above the clouds now. You can almost see the top of the God's Light, but it's still an immense tower. Even bigger. Uh, you can't, it, I mean, give me a roll, actually. Okay. And uh, your attack just seems to kind of shed off this well. uh, storm lord who turns towards you with a blank face that says lightning flashing where eyes would be. Um, I roll a 16. A 16. Uh, all right. So you, I'm going to say that you you can't get any bigger, but you are more solid than you can. You're basically, you're able to consolidate your physical form. Arshua used Harden. Yeah, you are you used Harden <laughs> where you need it. Like where like atoms are traveling from your back where your back would be like in that less hole <laughs> to make your front more solid. <laughs> so imagine my back fat like smushing her along and, like, No, it's just like it's just a traveling of atoms. It's just a matter of thinness. Well, I kind of want to climb the god tower now. I'm like King Kong size. Uh, you can't actually interact with any physical But objects. if I travel all of my my atoms into my hands But can... like what your uh, your mental ability is what is controlling your atoms. You're not using your physical where your physical atoms it doesn't matter to you like you are just uh... Arjua's got this shit. <laughs> Arjua moves to the god tower, and then she, like, so she is directly uh, in the middle of it. It's, like, piercing her, I guess, of her corporeal body, and then thinks small again. 
All right. Uh, so Arjua actually appears inside the godlight. Oh, Arjua, uh, you a thinking girl. But and so and we'll describe what that looks like as uh, these other guys take their turns. Uh, so yep. that would be a Brook Wool's well, ability. I've, uh, I've witnessed Arjua go inside the tower and. Uh, Witnessed Erwitt's fruitless attack <laughs> against this thunder being. Um, I'm gonna follow my love into that tower. Ooh, things are ready to develop. Unbeknownst love between Unbe- us, but in my heart, I know it to be true. All right, uh, give me a roll to see exactly how well you pull this maneuver off. Because you do have to dodge around uh, these other cloud uh, giants. Oh, these guys are giants too. Yeah. Oh, did okay. I not describe that? I'm sorry. Maybe no, you, did. you did. Oh, okay. I was just was not paying attention. You yeah. It. But we'll go to the recording, instant replay. We'll figure out if you recorded it. Yeah, I. Patrick said the right thing. There we go. <laughs> he was kicked out. Yeah, and, and we'll execute. And that's how you'll be shot in the hall. And if you hear a loud bang, don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> so yeah, 15 is good enough. You you are now inside the guideline as well. Alone. Uh, Erwitt, um, momentarily humbled, but. Only very momentarily. Uh, is well, uh, actually, his uh, friend uh, is not his chum who he just took a swing at. It's actually going to turn around and uh, he is going to take a swing at you with a lightning spiked fist. It's like brass knuckles, but they're lightning knuckles. And he's going <laughs> to fucking pop you on in the chin. So uh, you can, as I said, I don't roll any dice. So he will now make a dodge roll to try to get out of the way. He can expend effort if he would like. This seems like a situ uh, the the rare but possible situation where I can make an intellect dodge by like commanding my atoms. Yes, away. you can. That's Excellent. actually all you can do. Oh, lovely! And I will expand a level of effort. Oh, that's a twenty. Whoa. Critical twenty. Uh, so it hits you in the chest. Go and you allow it to go through you, just so that the knuckles go through the electric knuckles. And you kind of absorb that power, and he seems almost to drain away as you do it, and then just kind of gets sucked into you, and you get a lot bigger, and you can see that what's coming out of the godlight are not the snow that was falling, but just the physical embodiment, whatever mental ability is creating these impressions in the Mm -hmm. snow, Mm -hmm. is coming out in pure vapor form from the lower levels of the guideline, in fact, looks like almost the entire tower is venting impressions of life, uh, mm. which seem very odd to you, and you don't believe in it, and you think it's bollycock. Bollycock! Then you can, uh, if you would like to, you can either try and uh, tussle with these other giants, or you can try and go inside the god's light. Er, it's eaten one giant, and he quite liked it, and it's now time to eat another. All right, uh, let, make me another roll. Uh, another, so this will be another, um, I'm doing another mind slice here. Uh, I will apply another level of effort. Do it up, do it up good. That's a three. <laughs> uh, they gang just jump on you and just start punching you in your incorporeal dick. And just kicking you in your non-real shins and giving you noogies and they throw you inside the God's light and they kick your butt on the way in. Do I recorporealize yet? If you, they're making me a roll to recorporealize. Five. Uh, You actually will take, uh, 
What's your mental uh, left? What's left in your mental pool? Fifteen. You lose half of that. Holy shit. Uh, as you kind of jerkily shrink down and your atoms kind of split off and you end up with some chunks missing that you would rather not be missing and they are no longer on your person. You are all kind of gross. Like, I'm all goo and I'm, I'm kind of a little worried for you, actually. All right, so... Bio real quick. Yep. Was the sound I believe we had to make. Yep. <laughs> the bio. Miles above you, luminous beacons like a host of silver angels weave a wondrous pattern through the air. Yet, even as you watch, clouds begin to form to hide their welcome illumination. In the lightning stroke dimness that follows, a soothing rain begins to fall, healing your wounds for 1d6 plus 6, which I believe only applies to Erwitt. Who tussled with the storm lords? Yeah, even if I was hurt, I have to repair the last bit because I'm mostly a robot. You uh, literally yeah. just took seven damage from me and then gave me seven damage back. Wow. Yep. All right. I'm glad that I was able to do that for you. <laughs> I kind of thought you guys would do a little bit more heal, boxing like with the, the thing. emotional scars of like having to refunction your body back into another. Uh, yeah, when I when I reform, do I get any like bits of the other giant with me? Because I like ate him. Oh yeah, I forgot. Do I have the cool lightning hands now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Ooh. that the next uh, three attacks you do do an extra six damage. Lightning damage, dude. Yeah, that was just wow. a substantial amount. In it was a d20, and in Numenera, d20s are like you did something godly. Mm-hmm. Like even even though it's only twenty, it's not. Yeah, after twenty is uh, just above intimidating and just below formidable oh. uh, on the scale. Oh, it loves to consider himself formidable. Formidable. All right. Um, so you guys are standing essentially inside the skyscraping literally tower. This is taller than any building that we would see in our world. Uh, and you can't actually see the top of it anymore because uh, the lights have been hidden by these clouds that are now raining. But you can see through the light rain that's funneling off into what looks like reservoirs of the metallic sea that uh, runs all around the God's light. And I should mention that as you guys were walking in and you're fighting the Storm Lords, even though you didn't disturb them, you could see that there were boats shipping that does travel along the uh, metallic liquid metal sea around the God's Light. There are some port towns that have grown up. I, d- I dreamed uh, of this when I was Yeah, in the doesn't ocean. that sound familiar? Uh, <laughs> Erwit and Ardua, almost if you saw it in a different life. That we're ignoring for the purposes of this campaign. Archie wishes that she had recorporalized on the top floor and didn't know there was rules about where like her like, mid part would be, and she's now all on this floor. Yeah, it's that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but you can see all around each uh, side of this mostly uh, circular tower, there are four massive doors, and they're all closed. And by I, I no, you can't see because it it's a podcast, but I said five with my fingers, and I meant to do four. <laughs> Understood. There you go. It's an outtake we didn't need to do if we didn't explicit. I know, right? But uh, now I did say it. I just wanted you guys to be confused. There are four doors. It's a four-door caravan of tower. <laughs> um, so if you guys would like to go up to these, that's entirely Okay, I... Ex- I- Arjun wants to fiddle with this a little bit. Can I think? I'm just going to think like a little bigger. Like, I had a really big Thanksgiving dinner and then I ate another really big one. So I'm just like, I'm a little bigger. Roll. 
miracle one. A little uh, smaller. Uh, yeah, a little smaller. Not even. You grow to half your size, but you're twice as dense. Oh, that was a lot of Thanksgiving. All right, so uh, basically what now you are about three feet tall, um, but any anytime you hit, you hit with the same amount of force over a smaller area. So whatever that means, who knows? We'll find out. Um, how about the rest of you? That will hurt more. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's like more like a point. It's like a stabbing thing. Well, I think you're much better in this form. Or what's Pat's little, uh, little <laughs> Urjua down here? Uh, I, I just wanted to tell listeners that Urjua, Urwood does a lot of padding. Like a lot of your emotions oh, are yep. accompanied pat with right padding. Urwood likes to consider himself a Pat Smith. Um, Urwood, uh, there's uh, little vats around here, perhaps of some. The metallic sea, uh, there are like some rising pools of it. Uh, it looks like the water is funneling down. The water is actually, as you can see, it doesn't, you know, soak into your clothes or anything. It does seem to run off almost if it is a clear metal itself. Uh, mm. It looks like water, but it doesn't function the same. Uh, oh, just here to do science. He's going to first um, check to see if uh, he's going over to one of the pools and. Uh, Trying to see if the substance falling is the same substance in the pools. Go ahead. Erwitz is not feeling very intelligent today and rolls a lot of threes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you could. It, it looks like it. It looks like it's it's rising slightly. So maybe who knows? Not you. Erwitz gonna take just a little uh, like a like a like a plastic like a metal. I got to wood eventually. I was trying to say wood, and I said plastic <laughs> and metal first. Uh, all the things. Erwitt <laughs> picks up a stick <laughs> is what I'm going for, and uh, I'm just going to dip it dip it in there. Do you um, have like, a stick on you? Or like, he carries a dowel. Go, okay. <laughs> okay. Don't look at me like I'm supposed to know. What a dowel He is. carries a dowel. Irwitt, I Irwitt have an leaves. idea of what a dowel is. Erwitt never you. leaves home without a dowel. Uh, as no... Uh, as no should. adjunct professor should. <laughs> so uh, you stick the dowel in. Uh, the metal does come off with it, but it kind of comes off it with a, like uh, a taffy, or uh, that that just leaves everything behind. So you pull it; it kind of stretches, and then everything drops off and goes back into the pool. Uh, large friend, uh, come over here and, uh, oh, and and take a taste of this for me. I'm, I'm gonna get putting it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it should lead to interesting results. Well. Enunciate just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Please don't put. <laughs> that's, her, that's his uh, polite voice. Yeah, please don't put any of that shit in my mouth. <laughs> oh, very well, you're, you're no fun anymore. <laughs> Since I met you <laughs> half an hour ago. Uh, Erwin's stirring, but he's out of ideas. Archer's going to open one of the doors. It, I imagine, takes a little bit longer because you're small <laughs> Can I do uh, an intellect <coughs> check? I'm not too intelligent, but I do have survival skills, so maybe, you know, encountered this metal before. Yes. Can and help help the genius here with his analysis. The, but actually, as you walk up to it, the door starts to open. You heard that rumble, which was certainly a sound effect and not <laughs> the trains going by. Uh, that's actually the door opening as you walk up to it. Uh, it looks like it sensed your activity, and uh, now you can move through. Bjork's attention is immediately on the door. 
He cautiously moves forward and through. All right. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, yes. Or what's going to follow along? Very well. All right, so uh, it looks like what you're walking through, mm-hmm. you have all seen, uh, well, flying machines are not particularly uh, you well used in uh, this part of the world, mostly because they're very technical. Uh, they require a lot of upkeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like this was a docking bay for a mm-hmm. large amount of flying vehicles at some point. And, in fact, one of them looks like it's taken out most as a very large vehicle. It's got a kind of glass bulb with a floating blue speck kind of doing an infinity symbol at the top of it. But it looks like it came through the hatch bay doors just over the metal sea and just plowed through the whole bay, just destroying the smaller craft and itself as it just took out a lot of the different Uh, machinery. Bjork recognizes this instantly, and he's like, this looks exactly like the situation with the satellite in his home village. So he's just all like, he's, fr- he's familiar Arr. with shit crashing into other shit. <laughs> he, he runs over to that, and he's going to take a closer look. <laughs> yes, uh, I would like to meet the king plane as well. It, it kind of, it, the blue glow kind of goes from infinity symbol, it swirls faster and faster, and then it kind of lights up as you approach it, right. and it goes, Hey, what are you schmucks doing over there? <laughs> It will surely be the work of God. <laughs> I ain't no work of God. I'm a goddamn oh. shipment drone. Hey, Dork. Hey. Oh, whoa. I was emulating your accent for a second. <laughs> Hello, Blue Speck Man. Uh, what is your purpose here? Hey, I was uh, supposed to carry this whole uh, thing over here. I don't even know what it was. Some uh, undesignated cargo to an undesignated target. And all of a sudden... Their coordinates go out of sync, and I gotta come in blind, and now you can see the results. Oh, that, certainly. I gotta check my crumb monitor here. Oh, it looks like that was uh, several millennia ago. We're speaking riddles, oh, servant <laughs> of God. Hey, I ain't speaking no riddles. Why don't you speak through that flesh out of your mouth there? Hey, over there, over uh, here. Silence, fiend! <laughs> I will have my vengeance for my father and mother, and my brother and sister, <laughs> and my other brother and daughter. Hey, I didn't ask for your family history over there, over here. I <laughs> And I said, go suck an egg attached to an apple and uh, tie it onto a banana. My friend, I do not trust this machine, for it is evil and it can only do evil. That's one of them evil machines. I don't like sure. them. Hey, I am a machine. I am morally gray at the very lowest. <laughs> lowest? Yeah, it's like toast. You ever had it? <laughs> it's like loaves of toast. This, this is a weird world. I haven't had a lot of things. Don't worry about it. Hey, are you a robot too? You want to come on in and fiddle with my gears? Um, it, well, can we make you fly? <laughs> Bjork is, uh, he is just like irate. He's enraged. He's all sorts of other angry words. (laughs) First, I mean, not only are you a servant of God and therefore evil, in his eyes, you are now hitting on his one true love. Whoa, 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 back up there, Mr. I'm a Viking with a shield. Come on now. (laughs) I too am interested in this. Uh, Let's go take a look. 
Let's go inside of his uh, gadgets. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't just say you could just step inside. And while my door may be ajar, I want you to know that's only because I crash landed here. And I uh, can't seem to close it with my servos no more. Well, you were asking for it. Erwin strides confidently into the door. Uh, I mean, you yo, actually hey, were asking hey, for get it. out of there. I was, I was talking to the lady, the robo lady. Yeah. I got like like rape victim victim blaming like you actually were asking for it. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, they're gonna get all kind of sorts of social commentary over here. I don't want that none over that over there. Okay, so come on in, uh, and you guys can see inside is the same thing. There's crushed bulkheads. It looks like yeah. he definitely crashed, like he said. He uh, there air quotations for those who can't see. Uh, there. Whatever gender they programmed it with, and uh, it doesn't look like there's much functioning except for maybe the main computer that is operating there. But it's like, hey, yeah, and you guys can hear there's a bunch of different blue lights pop up inside. Whatever ones are functioning, some of them uh, flicker out as soon as they turn on. But like, oh, hey, uh, basically, I uh, I need some kind of I need positive feedback. I'm sorry, I, you know, it's a little bit forward, but uh, I'm programmed that if I uh, don't get don't get any positive feedback, if I'm not uh, told I did a good job, that I have to uh, remove myself from the equation. You know how it is. And uh, I ain't been nobody here for so long. <laughs> hey. It kind of seems like you did a pretty bad job. You killed all those other planes. What if they were sentient like you? Well, hey, I didn't try, all right? Somebody shut down the well, coordinates all of a sudden. You didn't try. You still ended up killing all of them. I just feel like you didn't do a very good job at all. Erwitz just taking notes. There's there, a couple of lights go down. Well, hey, no, 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 no. That's uh, not how it was. See, uh, some of these planes were bad planes. They were bad drones. I'm a good drone. Look so at me. I ain't a good if drone. If you kill like, a couple... Bad drones? Is that worth all the other good drones that you killed? Well, uh, you know, a couple more go out. Hey, 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 uh, but, cause, uh, you know, it, that's not, there's no good qua- uh, no quality for killing a person, right? There's no uh, good reason to do that. Erwit attempts to clandestinely go to the nearest blue light to him. Hey, what are you, what are you doing over there? <laughs> it fails, apparently. <laughs> Roll. Speedy, speedy, speed. 14. I mostly don't want Arjua to see me, actually. He, he, uh, it looks like the drone is pretty focused on Arjua and her condescending ways. Uh, and he's like, whoa, hey, what are you doing over there with your condescension ways, hey? I'm, I'm not trying to condescend. It just seems like that you actually did something that maybe might be worthy that you were below maybe perhaps what you feel of yourself. You should actually maybe think smaller of yourself than you do. Uh, Erwit, now that he's over in the place, is going to try and channel one of the electricity fist attacks uh, and just do a ray of force and electricity into this blue light. All right, uh, we can make me a roll with uh, yep. int, or actually, if you want to do another one, I assume you probably don't. I don't. Um, you can you can int that. Here's a, here's a, a level of effort is applied. And... Uh, while I do it, uh, Erwit is being a scientist here and wants to see what's going on. So he, while he's as he's about to do this, he goes, "Oh, you're the best drone ever!" <laughs> and then uh, that's what? a nineteen. Nineteen. Ah, uh, all the lights spark on. 
it looks like some of the lights that broke off actually spark on as well. And he goes, whoa, wow, wow, zow. Okay, talk about a kick in the butter. Okay, well, hey. And then everything shuts down. And uh, you actually see a hatch drop open. It looks like it leads to whatever cargo part uh, holds his brain. Excellent. We did some good science here today, everyone. Is Bjork aware that this might lead to the brain? He's been, like, in here suspiciously the whole time, like, trying to shield himself. And he's going to try to understand where the control center of this thing is and attempt to kill it. Make, make it a roll. It looks like there's no activity anymore. Like, a hatch just opened to the brain. Is he aware that, like, that might lead to the brain? You know that a hatch just opened. I mean, you think that God made this thing? So, up seems like a good way to go. He's using his previous knowledge of a crashed object that is completely different from this crashed (laughs) object. So, he's trying to... Similarly crashed objects. Let's see what he gets. How smart is he? Uh, He's pretty smart. Rule 17. Yeah. All right, so uh, you you think that upwards is Godwards, and no. Godwards is bad. So uh, you no, you God couldn't Words go. Is where I want to go to kill God. It's true, uh, but it definitely it, the stairs ascending upwards, and you couldn't get through there with your shields. You'd actually have to drop your shields in order to do that. But uh, you could step in there. Is it worth it? I'm small. I can go in there. I feel pretty good that I, I, I like, condescended to a cat-calling robot. Plane. I communicate my feelings to my friends. <laughs> yeah, you communicate them, then. Uh, I must have my vengeance upon God. However, I cannot abandon my shields. I think, I think you, you swallowed your Understood, my Alan. friend. Uh, Erwitt, as an aside, is... Uh, Seeing a situation, maybe to like earn a Wookiee life debt. <laughs> he's he's really been in need sometime of a large shield bearing bodyguard to block other people from giving him noogies. <laughs> so Erwin uh, says, "I understand your plight. I will avenge you, like I just avenged you right there too by killing the thing." My but I will go kill it some more. You honor me, my friend. <laughs> Erwin salutes and, love Brickwall. and uh, marches. He, All right. uh, Brickwall is going to roll to uh, energize uh, Erwit further with the solar power of his shields, which he has learned to harness over the years. Just by... Alone in the forest. Alone in the forest. You just you got... You got like, it's rumor. By, it's very rumor. <laughs> He electrocuted small man. <laughs> Eventually oh, learned. You're so rugged. Oh, yeah, roll for that. <laughs> Critical 20. Erwin's something of a small mammal, it must be said. Uh, so you actually just recharged his lightning bolt fist. Uh, <laughs> you now have five of, of those to expend. Bjork um, was like standing in a window, and he just like raised up his solar panel shield and clasped the shoulder of Erwin. I then, heard you like Brit Pets. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's uh, another five charges for you there, Erwin. And uh, you can both go up on that. I know uh, that... Uh, what's your name again? Ardua. Ardua. I was going to say Andua for a second. Uh, Ardua is... Shmangela. <laughs> Little Ardua. Little <laughs> Ardua. Uh, <laughs> 
But yeah, does that change your feelings now that she's child size? I don't want to ask. Don't tell me. Uh, <laughs> keep going. You are now in the brain of the ship. I'm just kind of keeping things. What can we see? Uh, it looks like uh, what we would understand to be server banks. It looks like, uh, obviously, you don't recognize it yeah. because the storage devices of the time that you're in are very different. Snow can operate as a storage device. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this was what we would think of as storage banks to line the walls, uh, you know, black tinted glass with red lights blinking behind it. But most of them are shut down and the rest of them are in the process of shutting down. And in the center, where right behind where the blue light was projecting on the front of the ship is a piece of equipment that is just, it looks like it's a pack of battery or a control center, some type of equipment that can be removed. It obviously was put in place and could be taken out very easily. I sure wants to push one of these, like, whatever containment things over, or at least, like, kick it a little bit. Erwin's going to remove that shit. All right. Uh, both make me a roll. If you want to use uh, int on it. Uh, 20. Because <laughs> the third 20 of this game, which is yeah. very rare. Yeah, six. Uh, so, you take uh, three points of damage uh, to your might or speed, some physical damage. It's always might first, I think. Is that always? Okay. Um, so, three damage to might. Uh, you you push over one, and then, like, dominoes, the rest <laughs> fall. <laughs> the machine is destroyed, and actually, as the last one falls... The uh, piece of machinery pops out of the center console, <laughs> flies over Erwitz's grasping fingers, and drops right into your hand. Oh, oh yeah, I knew that would happen. <laughs> well, I'm glad I set you up to make that great catch. Yeah. Uh, and Eli, do you have the lists of different ciphers ready? Possibly. Um, I can get them within a couple minutes. All right, so in a couple minutes, uh, you will get a free random cipher. So. I'm just going to put this where her, like, oxygen tanks used to be and kind of, because I wedge it in there. Did you have oxygen tanks or did your suit generate oxygen as well, you sat at the bottom of the ocean? Well, I mean, like, it wasn't because, like, it was, I was breathing in my, I, yeah, I, I don't think I was, like, it's a little outdated, it's not like it's, like, a breathing device. It's creating, but it's also, like, filling the whole suit. I don't think you'd want your skin cells to be without it, not that, like, my skin cells are in great shape right now. <laughs> so you, basically, it allowed you to live at the bottom of the ocean but not thrive at the bottom of the ocean. I mean, like, I think the it's fungus that was eating my like, skin was probably thriving. Let's see what it... Oh, here we go. Um, so, you basically what it is, is a... Um, it looks almost ceramic, which is very odd that it would be put into this uh, very metallic machine... But there's obviously circuitry uh, woven into the ceramics, and it looks like you could put it on your shoulder, and you could. Uh, what it does essentially, that you anytime you put it on, <laughs> uh, sort of bony armor grows over you. Uh, mm -hmm. It gives you plus two armor for five rounds, which is essentially five combat turns, and <coughs> you can just put that on and. It just grows across this like bony, interwoven metallic circuitry grows over you. Well, Erwin well, told you all of that. Yes. <laughs> now I have, I guess, more. Also, I know I know Numenera things too, because uh, I'm also a, yeah. a nano. But 
Yeah, I guess I have uh, more armor, creepy, weird bone things, which is great when I'm like, you know, a bionic thing, and then I'm in like metal, and now I got robot bones, and so. Robot bone armor. Uh, it does not look as if this is the intended purpose of this thing. It looks like it is some type of. Actually, it's, uh, make you two can both make me some int checks real quick, and I'll tell you what you know well, about I, this not, item. I'm not up with them. Yeah, you're not. You don't know. Five out of four. You got no fucking idea. But hey, this type of bullet, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, gonna put it in um, the little <clears throat> pocket I have. I, uh, Erwitz gonna confidently walk back down the stairs and proclaim, I have slain the beast! Clasp his shoulder, and I accept him as my brother. <laughs> my brother. Very good. That's it. Very nice. All right. Uh, so you guys can walk. You can explore the rest of the hangar if you want to. It's mostly filled with sharp debris. Let's go back um, to the main room. Hey, there you go. <laughs> and uh, would you like to go through the door? Yeah, the exact opposite one. The exact opposite door. All right. <laughs> and so uh, the door, once again, opens like it did last time. And this time... Uh, Actually, opens this one opens sideways. <laughs> exactly with that sound. Okay. And I don't know how you knew that. Um, and Everybody's who thinking. wants to go through it first? Archer, well, fine. Archer was already going through. Oh, you're both going through, and the first step you take, it pulls you forward more than it would. It, look, it feels almost as if there's no gravity to your uh, body. There's no... Uh, and that's as soon as you step through the doorway, all of a sudden, all weight is removed from you. So I'm very dense, mm. but I don't have any weight. This could be like, I'm like a bullet. Yeah. Your steps up quickly and grabs him before he like flies away too far. No, so, no. Crumble. I've flown before. I know quite a bit about magnets. No, my brother. This is gravity. Erwitz <laughs> <laughs> trying to uh, swim forward while making a pose check. I'm, I'm holding him. Yeah, all right. Each of you roll. If you want to make a uh, might either way. Oh, might. You can use might. <laughs> wow. Erwitz rolled a, a critical fail. Yeah. 23 might. <laughs> Doesn't. I also rolled 14. So. All right. So you are completely bound uh, in fact, you you get pulled completely out of the zero G by your friend Brookwall, but uh, Ardua floats away unaided, <laughs> just absolutely weightless with just her momentum well, from was, first stepping in. I was not aware that she went in as well. <laughs> they said it at the same time, so that's Oops. where they are. Uh, and Ardua, you can see that there's almost, it looks like a natural light is glowing ahead. And dangling vines kind of drape the hallway between you and that glowing warm light. Okay, I'm gonna kind of kind of grab them so I can slow down and kind of maintain my. I, mean, I guess I'm, I'm probably still swinging, but maybe I can slow down by the friction. Oh yeah, no, no, you can totally grab a vine, and basically you're Tarzan in zero G, so everybody's this is Tarzan. So fun. Uh, you're floating, you're flinging, you're doing all sorts of twirls and loops. Uh, what about the rest of you? Uh, my friend, would you like to scout out these vines with me, my brother? Hmm. We my brother. We will go forward. Uh, I... uh, Erwin climbs onto uh, the back uh, <laughs> of, uh, of, of, uh, 
tall man here. Erwin has no idea what his name is. Gurkis kind of kind of hitches his shields back onto his shoulder pads where they normally sit. And then he reaches forward and starts climbing these. All right, uh, Bjorg, make me uh, check. And I don't. Advantage is not a thing in this, right? No. Okay. But uh, I'm going to. Because you, you can, are. You can decrease something a level of effort. There you go. Uh, so I'm decreasing something a level of effort to you know about this gravity phenomenon. Okay. Phenomenon. Let's see. Phenomenon. 13. 13. All right, so you know, when you step in, you can feel that there's almost no gravity, but it's uh, definitely a artificial form of zero-g. Essentially, the planet's gravity, you are still on Earth, is being countermanded by some type of artificial gravity facing the other way, but it's not quite as strong as the planet's gravity, so it's not zero-g, it's just very, very low-g. Science! Erwitt hmm. remains clasped around uh, his tall friend as they're going there. So all we right. see here is light and vines. Yeah, you. So as soon as you pass through the vines, you see just a garden, like a tunnel garden, a garden that is growing ever towards the center. There is a single spar in the middle that is generating this light, like the light of heaven, like the light of God. If you don't hate God. <laughs> and it is just warm, welcoming, and apparently very beneficial to plants. There is just a, a riot of plants that are either made to grow in uh, a low-G environment or grew here and evolved to the low-G, but they are all taking uh, advantage of it by growing towards the light uh, pillar in the center of the room that uh, spears about shoulder height if you were standing on the floor, which you really can't because obviously you'd bounce right off and float towards the ceiling. Mm. But it's just extending all the way through this tunnel as the plants grow around it. I wonder what this will do to my fungus skin. <laughs> yeah, do you have your do you have your ha- hatch closed or not? I, don't know, my, I, have, I gotta see better. I'm, my face is out there, but my face is like not like as like I'm keeping good care of it. But the rest of me that's more you know restricted to by the by the devices uh, definitely decayed a little bit. All right, everybody, roll me some uh, some checks, some perception checks, as it were. Thirteen. 13. All right, so Arjua sees movement, but not in time to feel a sort of prick upon her uh, cheek as this something crawls along the side of her helmet. And you, <laughs> even as you, even if it hits you, you can't actually. It's just below your eye. You can't actually see what it is until your blood starts to flow along. What looks to be a clear tube. It almost looks like air that's filling with your blood. Um, um, I'm trying to close my visor. <laughs> All right, uh, give me a roll. Uh, three? I, I mean, you're closing your visor, so I'm going to give that to you. It's a simple task. Uh, so you close your visor, but uh, and this creature zooms away. It looks like as the blood flows and kind of a, uh, makes the shape of the creature's intestines as it digests your blood. It looks almost like a six-limbed weasel creature that is mm. completely clear except for the blood that is uh, 
kind of giving it form. Uh, it's the only coloring to this creature. Can Erwitt see the six-limbed weasel creature? <laughs> uh, you can see <laughs> that it's there, uh, but also I would like each of you to make a check to avoid more of these coming in. Speed? Uh, yes, it'd be speed. Uh, yes, entirely. Uh, you want to make a ruling on that die? It's kind of... That's jacked. Okay. I got 17. Uh, 11 reduced by one step. I took effort. All right. Uh, so both of you, uh, the shields come down, blocking off multiple of the attackers. Yeah. Uh, one of them crawls up Earth's back, but he kind of hunches forward and it uh, flings itself. Uh, it, all of these respond very well to momentum. They're never su- they seem surprised by like you know your shrug would send it off slowly floating, but at the last moment it pushes off so that it has the mo- momentum to escape. Uh, your next, you know, flailing swipe at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, everybody, uh, we don't do initiative in this, right? Everybody roll initiative. I, <laughs> I think it's just your speed. It's just your speed? You make a speed roll. Yeah, everybody makes a speed roll. Everybody makes a speed roll and that determines your order in combat. So it's not, like, for as with most stat rolls in this, it's not relevant that it's a speed roll unless you'd like to expend effort or have an automatic increased effort or something like that. Well, so we always roll 20s, right? So yeah. how does our speed affect it? So sp- that, that just means if you want to expend sp- uh, speed, if you want to expend a level of effort in speed, you mm-hmm. could, uh, I would imagine, just... What's your edge, Clayton? My edge in speed is 1. All right, so that me- what that means is that you don't get a uh, reduction. So if you want to spend 3 points of speed... You can then have it be three points less difficult, essentially. Uh, if you had an edge of two, then you only have to spend two points oh, of speed in order to lower it to difficulty. Okay. I'm just going to roll. You got a one. <laughs> what did you each roll? Five. Five. Five and 16. All right. So uh, then it will be first Urwit's turn. Urwit, god of lightning. Would uh, like to do a lightning sort of force pushy thing on uh, on the nearest uh, seven legged otter or whatever you say. <laughs> seven legged otter. It's a six legged weasel. All right. <laughs> yeah. How can you mix those two up? The first uh, the first two legs. By the way, they're four legs. Look, they're basically just sides that are like a hollow bone tube that they jab in. That's what sucked your blood out of your face. Six legs or four legs? Yeah, six legs, but the first two are like these spiky vampire suck things. Four legs. Seven legs. Six-legged weasel. (laughs) Five golden legs. Four big doors. Three brave companions. Two shoulder shields. And the god tower in a metal lake. Everybody together. Uh, no. All right. No, no. You're fighting weasels. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing. They are transparent vampiric weasels, and I don't know what's so hard about this. Possibly four or six-legged. They're, they're four-legged. They two four-legs, and they're six-legs. They're two sides. Two sides. <laughs> Uh, they're in a rampant field of crazy no- zero G, almost rampant. zero G, uh, garden. Uh, with <laughs> zero G all over the place. Brilliant flowers and all sorts of riot of colors, but then of course deadly, mm-hmm. deadly things. Mm-hmm. So uh, I believe it was their turn afterwards. Uh, and wait, so wait, I haven't done anything yet. You, you yeah. said I got rolled sixteen and I went first. No. Oh, right. sorry, we, we got distracted. Mildly sidetracked. <laughs> uh, 
I am going to. Uh, I'm expending a level of effort, and I am Ooh. going to do a lightning enhanced onslaught on the weasel nearest me. Ooh. Wait, you're using your mind to punch lightning? Yes. Your yeah, because these things, you mentioned that these things are like vulnerable to kinetics, right? Like, because it's a zero-g environment if you just like knock them away from everything. So yeah, I want there's, there's, there's no way to break their fall, essentially. Yeah. Oh, okay. I um, thought it was that they were like nimble in the zero-g. They are, but like badass, at the same time, they're not used to fighting people who can generate kinetic force all of a yes. sudden. He's also been like doubly supercharged by lightning giant and myself. <laughs> you good on this roll? Yes, go ahead. That's an eight. All right, so you generate the kinetic force of roughly a punch. So yeah. your, your lightning, it zaps him a little bit. But it does seem to pretty much shut down its uh, little weaselly uh, nervous system. Essentially, oh, nice. it's, it, uh, there's a tracery of nerves going through. You didn't see them before. They're transparent as well. But the lightning shoots across them, oh. and it kind of blackens uh, what would have been its eye. Obviously, it's got a very uh, transparent orb that it's using to collect light. Match. But Match. it bl- burns them straight black. Oh. You guys... I killed a weasel. Wait, <laughs> you guys, I killed a weasel. It smells almost like burning plastic. It's pretty strange. Uh, all right, and I believe uh, now it is the weasel's turn. So I'd like you all to make a check against getting weasel, slapping weasels off you. Slap them weasels off. <laughs> make a check against getting weasel. <laughs> oh, mom, got weasel. Uh, is 10 enough to weasel away? You, uh, then what'd you go again? 13. 15. You are all, you're. Knocking weasels right and left, they're not getting through your shield. There, uh, and obviously they're batting against your strong metal. Uh, and then you are just hiding behind his big shields that are working very well. How are we dodging things? I mean, I guess we can whack them, but like, I'm still giving him. Right now, it's just your guys' armor. We're like kind of floating with now nothing to push against. I mean, you guys were all hanging on the vines (laughs) when they came in and attacked you. You can like try and. Throw yourself away. I know uh, Irwin had just... Hmm? You're a nano. Fucking blow up their minds. I like punching things, well, but I, I guess I'm going to use Why are you a nano? <laughs> it's true. Because of my backstory. <laughs> read it. Your backstory makes you a space <laughs> wizard. A big fucking glaive. Yeah, essentially. Uh, so I believe you had the next Tyus, right, Burke? I think I rolled a one. Oh, you, yeah, you're not going for a while. Uh, so then... I'm going to swing off one of the uh, vines and towards the big central spore thing. I think you said spore. No, sunlight. Way? Sunlight tube, bro. It's, it's a bro of sunlight. It's a bro of sunlight. <laughs> it's a bro of sunlight. <laughs> tube. Sunlight. Tube, come on. <laughs> one bro of sunlight. <laughs> no. Not again, Alex. Not again. I probably got a good one. <laughs> Uh, that would be an amazing superhero. <laughs> I am the sun, bro. <laughs> Let you have no bros before me. Feed me sunny D so I can power no myself. Strange up. Bros <laughs> no strange bros before me. Bring not strange bros to my kegger on Saturday. It will be sick rad. <laughs> <laughs> worship but no other bro. Thou shalt not worship false bro. sun bros. <laughs> well, Alright, no. Again... This is sun rod. It's a rod. It's some sun rod I'm going through. I'm punching it. You gonna punch it? Okay, <laughs> punch that rod, bro. Okay, I'm gonna. I wanna make a level of difficulty. Go down on it with my <laughs> okay. might power. Subtract two. You have. You don't have edge and might, do you? Nope. Yeah. So subtract three might. 
I rolled a nine. A nine? You glance right off that glowing tubular device. Uh, but uh, mo- roll me another speed. Four. And you also miss the weasel that was climbing over it. And now it's, it's clawing at your faceplate. Ah, oh, faceplate. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that an expletive for you? <laughs> oh, faceplate. Face gotta, I gotta push myself in the face, right? No. Um, I don't remember, can I mind slide? No, I don't have to like, take a mic defense of us, don't I? Um, no, it's not, that's not quite their turn yet, but that's yeah. what's happening. And now we'll uh, go back to the top of the order. Oh no, right, I'm I, sorry. I <laughs> Burke. We'll stay right here at the bottom of the order. Uh, Burke, I'm just gonna I'm gonna increase the difficulty because you're clearly not prepared for the situation, right. despite <laughs> knowing the most about gravity. Out of everybody here, except okay. maybe the weasels. Speaking about gravity, I'm going to channel my gravitic powers through my shield. Isn't that like to... druidic? You're a druid of gravity? Gravitic druid. Gravity druid. Oh, yeah. So I take my shields and I slam them down on either side of me. <gasps> and I channel a gravity field so I can counter the anti-gravity field and then we can stand around like normal dudes. Ooh. So how I like that. I'm going to do that. Is it like a, do zone, it. a zone of effect? Uh, I will roll to do that. I'm going <clears> to... <throat> Expend well, some things. Is this is this something that would be assigned a difficulty or? Yeah, I yes. have. I have. Yes. When you said that, I had a difficulty in my head. I have the sheet in right. front of me as well, and so you can just be like, "Oh, I want to expend." Honestly, might int whatever you want to do. Those both seem to come into play Maybe with this. Might is my thing. So I got an edge of one, and yep. my might is twenty three. I'll spend three uh, and to lower that. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, so you spend two because you have an edge. Oh, I spent. The two. edge means you permanently do less for. Okay, that's right. And it only costs one to do a second level of effort then, which is really nice. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, so two levels of effort? Two levels of effort. Cool. So subtract three. 18. Holy shit, dude. You return it. Not only do you return it, you return it hard. (laughs) Return hard three. Returning even harder. Return of the gravity. (laughs) And all of the weasels just pop like fleshy balloons. Holy shit. Like, it's basically pinatas of horror (laughs) splatting all around you. (laughs) And you get covered in a little bit of uh, arachnes. What is your name? We kind of keep forgetting. Arduous. It's like uh, adversity in Latin. Arduous. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Lawyer Uh, Pants. I don't speak Latin. Uh, So arduous blood gets thrown all over you. It's hot in a weird way. Maybe. I don't know, Burke. (laughs) <laughs> nah, we don't have a thing anymore. Um, He's too short for me. It's, it's true. Uh, you actually, you slammed out. Give me a speed roll because you were kicking in the middle of the room at the time. 17. So you net, you dodge nimbly like a cat. You it's use your lower soul. It's the first time soul. ever been compared to a cat. That's true, a giant a metal clanky cat. <laughs> uh, and make me an int roll real quick. Oops, I knew what I was rolling for. <laughs> Seven. Uh, you are unable to return to your normal size. Essentially, what's going on? I wasn't on... trying to. <laughs> <laughs> you think I was, I was here sitting here thinking big thoughts? I'm trying to be small. Small. I'm thinking like world peace. Thinking about world peace? Yeah. You achieve world peace. Roll for world peace. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't. 
Stop rolling. You don't get to roll. Um, so, you are now... I would have gotten only a six in world peace. Sorry, Isis. Not achieved. Everybody, or, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess Isis is probably okay. Would anybody like to look around at the things? I want to look at the corpses. Um, I still look. Or what's looking in particular for uh, how they could like move around as G and like magnets, probably. Would you like to look up the oddities list? I would. Uh, so, oddi- what... Numenera is especially great for is there are large ciphers which are essentially useful items and oddities which are very strange kind of role playing items but not necessarily mm-hmm. a game affecting thing that you get so you have just received 1d6 oddities from uh, your looting of these weasel corpses Ooh, uh, Bork, would you like to roll a 1d6 for me I can do just that yeah grab one of them they're one of the ones that look like oh, a dice 1d6 also called a die a die <laughs> a cube I got a two alright so you get two oddities uh, things that oddities one of the one, favorite ones I didn't know Alex was telling me about is a ring that you put on that just feels like you're being constantly caressed oh, yeah. oh, all yeah. across your body. That's why I made that character who thought he was like ascendant. He just had that ring on all the time. And instead yeah. of like the Lord of the Rings ring, it was like, oh, it's terrible. It's just like a really kind of nice feeling all the time. Is that the one I get? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, if you want that one, uh, or Eli's going to look up a bunch of random ones. And also, a great thing about it is that. Uh, because of the random interactions that all these different technologies have, sometimes they fuck up. And so you would roll for these oddities uh, in the extended campaign. We'll talk about that le- more later. But some days they reverse. All of the ones on you will reverse. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about what the reverse of being caressed constantly would be. And we figured it was being licked <laughs> sporadically <laughs> in or around the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> like no. you don't know when and you don't know why. Just like yeah, just once true. a day, like, like you're that's horrible. Right? Right? All the hair in your back straight. No more. Take the ring up. I kissed you into the pits of hell. Okay, I got a list of a hundred oddities for you. All right. Uh, here, roll, roll. There, we have a, roll a D100. D100. Right. Uh, well, I can do two D10. Right. You have a double digit D10 here. Um, no, this will be the tens place. All right, sounds good. This will be the ones place. Let's see what we get. Uh, I got 40. 40. All right, 40 is a wooden rod that increases in length by about one inch a month. <laughs> Possibly a old uh, gentleman's helper that uh, has ceased to do its purpose and uh, instead is just growing. That's cool. <laughs> so that is, uh, Erwin has that it's wooden rod. It's a cane that can become a staff eventually. Do you want to, <laughs> yeah, it's about like marching band baton like at this point. <laughs> like a pointer stick that a professor might have, an adjunct professor even. Uh, you want to roll it for me again? <laughs> you're, at, you're at your whiteboard and you need to point up higher so you can just wait a month. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. For a month. So I found another, I found that uh, tense place thing. 16. <clears throat> 16. All right. 16 is a small rod that emits a voice saying <laughs> the same days. thing in an unknown language every time a button is pushed. Grab lap. Zip. 
<laughs> Checks out. That's what it does. Yeah, that's exactly what it does. All right, so those are two oddities you guys have acquired. Obviously, very beneficial to the party. Uh, so would you like to return to the giant place of doors? It once again ends in a dead end, more or less. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so the next one you come to doesn't actually open. Like The other ones you come to and they just slowly open. This one, it looks like to one side of the door, which takes you like almost 30 seconds, 45 seconds to walk to. It's such a big door. Yeah. You go to the side, there is a control panel. And if uh, you would like to roll to use that. Everybody? Uh, anybody who would like to use I'll it. I'll use, uh, I'll use, let's get this fucker open. I'm going to use two levels of intellect. And I'm just going to open the goddamn door. Yeah, I'm just going to let him like do it. Like you would not be Three. Well, let's see if the two levels of intellect helped. That is uh, actually the door resists your advances, God even with your it. button that <laughs> spits a random phrase out okay. in different languages. I'm supposed to do it with two levels of, in, of whatever you said. All right, do that up. I got a nine. Uh, math times math, and you're good enough. So. <laughs> These huge doors. That I'm the best thinker. You can't even colossally imagine. And first of all, I would like to imagine that Erwitt came up and just kind of like smeared a hand <laughs> across the screen. And then you came up with your giant finger and were like, boop. And like, open button. <laughs> button open now. And it, it, cre- it just creaks open. Like, it hasn't been open in ages, in millennia. Just but like it's still. legs. Why did I need to know that? I don't want to hear. All right, and it's only been 20 years. That's not ages. Um, I'm different uh, ages than I was when I last opened it. It's true. All right, it, but it's slow, and like uh, all this metallic dust kind of settles out, and it slowly opens, and inside this huge concrete structure is a tiny little shelf that has three different objects on it. Ooh, I run and grab all of them. <laughs> Let you, everybody rolls speed, I guess. <laughs> I'm putting one level of effort into this. 19. 14. 2. <laughs> Alright, so Erwin actually outpaces uh, you. Even and with my with my next level of effort? Yeah, because I mean, you just add 3 if it's a contested oh, really? one. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, that by my math skills, that's less mm. than 19. Uh, Alright, so Erwin, you actually get to it. Uh, and roll me quick. Three quick uh, numbers. I'm going to roll quicker. (laughs) (laughs) Roll random dice. Oh, 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 uh, D100. Yes. From the thing. 27? 27. uh, There's a flame retardant wall. Flame retardant wall. Oh, those are good. And then... Uh, 78. 78 is a skill boost. Ooh, those are very good. You just buff one of your rolls. 75. 75 is a sheen. I do not know what a sheen is. What, does anybody have knowledge of sheen? sheen? Of Charlie's sheen? You just get <laughs> a coked out addict that follows you around. It's like, brah! All right, uh, so uh, first off, a flame retardant wall uh, creates an immovable plane of permeable energy up to 20 feet by 20 feet for one hour. The plane conforms to the space available. Flames passing, uh, flames passing through the plane are extinguished. So you set it up. If there's like a big inferno coming at you, and like at least for an hour, it's not gonna come hit you. Then a sheen is a, a wonderful, wonderful thing that is on 
a page of this book. And we cut <laughs> a sheen for it. Uh, it's a pill or ingestible liquid. For one week, the user's cells are coated with a protective veneer that releases damage or resists damage plus one to armor and decreases the difficulty of might defense rolls by two steps. Ooh. However, healing is more difficult during this time. All recovery rolls suffer a minus one penalty. Hmm. I could have like 10 armor if I wanted. That's true. <coughs> uh, and then what was the last one that we gave you? Uh, it was a. Flavor Tarnit Wall, a Sheen, a boost. and a skill boost. So uh, you guys can evenly distribute that oh, out. We got, we got a roll for what the uh, skill it boosts. Oh. All right. Let's roll. 74 means it is a climbing skill boost. <laughs> Effect dramatically but temporarily alters the user's mind and body so she can perform one specific action with a difficulty decreased by three steps. Once wow. activated, this boost can be used a number of times equal to Cypher's level, but only within a 28-hour period. Its level is 1d6. What happened to all your d6s? I was oh, I got making one right a here. line. So it can be used four times within a 28-hour period after you take it. Wow. All right. Well, so you guys have all that new equipment, uh, and we'll take more stock of that uh, in the next session. But uh, would you like to go through the last door? Yes. Absolutely. All right. For me, so <laughs> it's an, uh, once again a huge door. It opens without you having to press control. It just opens before Ooh. you. Huh. And you turn a corner and it's just dark. There's no lights down there. Well, we picked the dark one last. Hmm. Uh, who's got light? Uh, oh, yeah. I can. Uh, I've got a hedge magic. <coughs> So uh, I will spend a point of intellect to light a hedge on fire. To, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> hedge uh, magic only good versus hedges. Uh, actually, hedges within a fucking massive in England. Just England's so all about hedge magic. I need to know if there's any hedges within a hundred yards of me because they'll all burst into flame. Uh, there actually there are. That's not related to you, but I'll keep track of that <laughs> for the total hedge count at the end. Excellent. Uh, Take a quick hedge count. <laughs> yeah. So hedge magic, I can uh, cast. I'm just gonna cast light. Which is, of course, nanomancy through yeah. controlling the nanosphere of Numenera. And, uh, and I put it on my little uh, my point and stick. And in the... And, uh, into the darkness, ascend, descend. Uh, well, ascend. actually, as soon as you turn the light, as soon as you uh, put the light on, you see a man kneeling before you. Eyes brimming with molten gold. Oh, it's God. Tears of scalding metal running down his cheeks. He holds out his hands to you, beseeching you for aid, but does not make a sound. Mm. Well, I can't hear that. Are you too a victim of the wrath of God? <laughs> As you watch, his skin begins to dissolve, gold burning its way up from beneath. <sighs> then, with his mouth stretching a jaw-breaking silent scream, he's pulled away down the hallway by some unseen force, body breaking apart into dust. Well, let's return around and venture over. I mean... And fuck this. <laughs> All right, that's where uh, we'll end for this week. <laughs> Thank you guys for playing the first uh, episode of Numenera, and we'll uh, Andres, see you Andres, online Andres, in our Andres, on Andres. internet. Yeah, coast to coast actually, because we have Eli in Seattle and Clayton in Virginia. So Indeed. that'll be a continent-spanning game of crazy bullshit that I made up. Yeah. Ba da Numenera. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
his last name is Wall. <laughs> Brook Wall. Brook Wall. <laughs> oh my god, it's like Brook Wall. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Who's <laughs> Brook? Who's? She's Brook. Knowledge <laughs> area. What did I fucking have? Brook. Ooh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>